everybody welcome to another episode of balance and water this is your girl balance and i'm here with my partner water and we're bringing to you another episode um we're excited to be here at least i am um <clears throat> you can't really hear it in my voice right now um but how are you i'm good how are you um you know i'm living the dream whatever i'm actually uh with my best friend cele- celebrating her birthday since it is today she is a libra baby so you know we got to turn up with respect. <laughs> what you turning up? How you turning up? I mean, I had a few edibles within the past couple of days. You know, I've had something to drink. Um, you know, that's about as far as I'm going to go. Okay. I think that's a bit over the top to, you know, in my opinion. Ooh, you need to reevaluate your life. If that is turning up for you. <laughs> mm. Like, I'm still trying to get in this whole groove. I understand that, you know, you're a little bit, you know, out of whack because you can't turn up and get drunk and, and do whatever that you don't do. Don't get drunk. Don't, don't, don't place that on me. Well, you have a high tolerance um, when you drink, is what I'll say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that sounds pretty good. So, yeah, you have a high tolerance when, you, when it comes to drinking, unlike myself. Um, so yeah. And of course I had to drive home or at least I was going to drive home. So I had to make sure I was okay to do the, all of those things. Oh, Lord. Did you make it safely? Absolutely. Okay. I was determined. I drove slower, but I got there <laughs> just to make sure. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, oh my gosh. Cause usually I'm pedal to the metal, but you know, I took precaution. I think I drove about 45 on the interstate, which I think was really good. It felt like I was going faster. So, um, so people were running you off the road because you're in people's way <laughs> on the highway going 45. <laughs> Why you ain't take no damn regular streets? Because where I'm at is quicker to get home by using. <laughs> well, not if you're going 45. Okay. In my defense, it wasn't many people on the road. It was like one in the morning. It wasn't prime time. So, I mean, there were other lanes that they could use that I probably would have went off if they tried to, like, blow me off the road because there were clearly three other lanes they could have used. Okay. Well, at least you made it home. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're so supportive. I just wanted to tell you that. I try. Yeah, it's rare, but I appreciate it, you know, Mm -hmm. when it it does come around. (laughs) <laughs> you're welcome so how was your week how's your weekend been um it was fine I didn't really do anything you know I'm not doing nothing I'm fine I'm chilling okay we all about to die in Florida anyway so oh. know, I'm trying to stay inside oh yeah because yeah. possible. our governor just don't give a fuck he just doesn't care At anymore all. he said open everything back up and wasn't one, I'm not sure if this is actually true, but I think I read, if I was reading correctly, um, he stated that he didn't want the freshmen going to college to be deprived of their first experience in college. Was that a reason? Um, I didn't hear that, but I wouldn't be surprised if he said some dumb shit like that. 
<laughs> I'm sure he did. I, I could have sworn I read that somewhere, but I just wanted to make sure. I mean, I have to probably do more research, but yeah, we're in Florida. We're never going to get to travel anywhere. No one is going to allow us to go to their country anymore. I've just come to grips with that. Three people are allowing us right now. Mexico. Right. Um, Brazil and Turkey. Right. That's so, it. Everybody that's all else, we got. Stay the fuck away. I was wondering why everybody was going to that island in Mexico. I forgot what it's called. Tulum. Yeah, everybody's going to Tulum. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of like, come on, we don't care. Right. Bring whatever. They making so much money in Tulum. Mm-hmm. And our dumb president want to build a border, a wall, and they're mm-hmm. the only country that they're one of the few places that will allow us to come and visit. <laughs> they know we stupid. <laughs> like yeah, we take idiots over here. That's fine. Come on. <laughs> this is crazy yeah. though. I will say that is this is really crazy. He said open it up to phase three, and people are still dying, and there's no cure. Like it's crazy. Yep. It's crazy. Everything goes back to normal. School, uh, arenas, everything, concerts. Right. I feel like it's extremely crazy how people just say the virus is done and then you just go back to normal. Yeah, because it's done for them. I will say for the few times I was out, um, that I was out this weekend, people are still, um, businesses are still... Right. Uh, requiring the masks and they are still staying at 50% capacity. Most of them have not fully open to full capacity or anything. So, I mean, <clears throat> it also depends, I guess, on the business. Right. The company. So hopefully some of them will have better sense than our governor. Right. Because I know for a fact myself, I don't care what's open. I am definitely not um i'm definitely not just going out there all willy-nilly just because he says everything is open right that's just not going to happen so if i'm the only person wearing a mask that's just what it's going to be and what's crazy is the 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 mayors of florida weren't told ahead of time so they found (laughs) out the same time all of us did (laughs) his little news conference a press conference like how are you now warning the mayors of the city so that they can get themselves prepared by the time he said that at what two o'clock friday when i went on my instagram around five all the clubs had flyers up right free admission come in we open like what yep oh my gosh this is just outrageous i don't understand why? Hey, I hate it here. That's all I can say. Uh, this is why everybody's always clowning Florida. Because we're always doing dumb shit. We mess up the elections. We mess up everything. And now mm-hmm. we're going to have a death toll that raises once again. Because we just can't be patient. We can't. And this is the state which your president um is filed as a resident this is where he votes you know this is where his golf course is all of those things so this state will have to do whatever the president wants to do yeah because the governor is up his ass so right i mean power to y'all only thing i can say is that florida's with the shits if anyone didn't know 
Always. Florida's so just shits. don't even come here. Don't don't even bring your ass if you ain't bought it. <laughs> right. If you can't fend for yourself, this ain't the place to be. <laughs> if you don't know how to make logical decisions for you and your family, don't come here. Do not, please. If you need mm. guidance, we're not the state to guide you. No, we're not. <laughs> And we're not the state to follow for as an example. That is another major key point. Right. You see, no other state has done it because they're not stupid. Right. I mean, they're stupid, but they don't want to be that stupid. Right. You know, they're like, let's see what happens. Let's see how much Florida's numbers go up before we decide to do what he did. Right. So so it is what it is. Just be safe out there. So I can say. Um, so in light of this whole, um, Breonna Taylor situation and the verdict of who's been charged and being charged with what, um, this is a topic that I wanted to talk about prior, um, to the verdict and everything, but we just kind of pushed it off and chose other topics, but I think now will be an appropriate time to discuss it. Um, and I kind of just want to discuss why the black women, why black women are the most undervalued species. Um, some may not agree with me, but I definitely feel like we not call ourselves species or why are black women undervalued? Okay. Cause I mean, I feel like when I say species, I mean, in general, out of everything out there, I feel like we're the most undervalued. So that, I mean, I, even out of animals, I feel like we're the most undervalued as black women. And I have a very hard time trying to understand why when we contribute so much, how can we be this undervalued from, um, the black men? Um, of course you have the race. So overqualified. So is that something towards their ego that they dislike and why they undervalue us? We are, we are the threat for each category. We're the threat for, Mediocre white men, we are a threat for, and we are a threat for insecure black men. Right. So, I mean, everybody's going to hate us equally with their own reasoning. Right. I feel like we're the biggest target within everybody. Mm -hmm. We are the biggest target. Even for white women, they're intimidated by us. Not mm-hmm. to bring up race, they just feel, I feel like we're the most, I don't know if because, you know, I feel like naturally women are smarter than men. And then you add in our drive, I feel like that is a major intimidation factor. When we are not, we're not disrespectful when it comes to most things. I mean, we are headstrong. But why? I feel like the African American man or the black man, they treat us how white men treat them. And I don't know if it's to make them feel better about themselves because of what they endure. No, I don't think it's to make them feel better. I just think that we kind of, um, I mean, the white men dehumanized black men and that was done in front of black women. And I feel like it is just like a subconscious thing. Like that just happens for black men because we kind of have a subtly, uh, what demasculated them mm-hmm. ma- emasculated them so um i don't think that they mean to but i think you know we've we've spoken about this before that black men have so much trauma so 
I think until they start fixing themselves, it's going to be a little hard for them to see themselves, to see us in a better light. Because it's it's crazy because with the fight that we have right now with justice and everything, you see so many um, black women fighting and trying to help them overcome as well as advance ourselves. And we still get shitted on at the end of the day. No matter I mean, how- when, ha- when have we not fought? Tell me, tell me a time that black women have not fought as equally as black men mm-hmm. or more or, ha- or have had to fight more right. than black men. Tell me a time when that has not happened. It has never been a time. And that's why I'm but- trying to figure out why wouldn't they value us more when they see how much we're riding for them. Like, I feel like with with us having... So are you more concerned with the black men not respecting us, or are you, or... I'm, in, in, I'm, I'm looking at it from every aspect, but more so in particular from the black man, because I feel like we're like one and the same, where we're in the same boat because of, of course, our skin color, right? Um, but then at the same time, it's like the same things that we're trying to fight for, they are trying to fight for we can help them get there but it's like once they get to the top or they get some progress they forget about the fight that we have within ourselves or it's not as popular shall i say because there are men out there that will help fight for you know equality as far as black women um helping us advance and and all of these other things but i feel like when you look all around in regards to the black woman the black men disrespect us the most yeah, like I said, I think that has to do with what, how they were dehumanized, you know, from white America. They don't have any value to themselves. So how can you be so valuable if I am not? So so you, you think... Come, black women come with too much expectation, too much requirement, too much everything for some insecure black men. Agree, but it's like that's why a lot of times they end up dating outside of you know their race, right? And it's it's not because oh I value this white woman so much more this you know whatever it's usually because it's just easier to be with her. She already sees me as great, right? I have to prove myself to be great to you, Keisha. But it's crazy. It's crazy. Tammy but- already sees me as great. It's crazy because I don't understand why the black man won't feel at ease with us more so. Now, I'm not against interracial dating at all. I have no problems with it. Everyone has a preference, what they do or do not like, and who they choose. I do agree. Love is love. Um, But I think I want to say the only thing that really bothers me in that aspect is if or when um, anyone dates outside of their race and tends to bash their own race um, as to why they are with another race. I think that's probably my only concern with that. Um, and I'm not saying that this is something that is prominent, but I, I am seeing a lot, a lot more often now that black men are getting with, you know, Caucasian women and they're actually putting down the black woman, but based on the experiences they've had, cause not all women, not all women are the same mm-hmm. and not every black woman is the same. So based mm-hmm. on how many relationships you've been in or black women you've dated, I don't feel like a whole race should be penalized for that and that shouldn't be the reason why you go date another race so why so why um 
when when we switch that right so mm-hmm. say as black women we say well since a black man don't doesn't value me mm-hmm. and he feels like it's too hard for me to be with somebody like me so i will go and date a white man right who will value me right to whatever extent and then now all of a sudden it's now there's a hypocrisy on it, you know, because then, oh, she went to go be with that white boy or that white <laughs> man or whatever. Because that is how they sound. That is exactly um, how they sound. Okay. But what did you do? Right. You kept telling me that I wasn't shit, right? You kept telling me that I wasn't worthy right. of you and all your blackness, right? So and, I went to somebody else. And what I've, what I've seen is that a, a black woman, she will push a, a, a black man, try to get him to reach his, his potential, but he will leave us and say, oh, you're nagging, you're pushing me. And then you go to the white woman and you give her what we've been trying to push you to do, but you give it to her with ease. Yeah, because she didn't, she was easier. It was just easier to do it with her. I could tell her anything and I'm the greatest thing ever. I don't have to feel insecure about anything. She doesn't have to know about my um my fight as a black man. She doesn't have to understand um or if anything it's more pity, right? Like right. oh my god, he's been through so much, right? Where, where a black woman is like, "Hey, yeah, we got to go through it. Stand strong, hold it down," right? It's right. a little different. So that's why it may be easier to be with her, but when you said you don't understand why they wouldn't feel more at ease with us, they do still feel more at ease with us because there's an, there's a mutual understanding. Right. It's just easier to right. be with a lot of times the other side. Right. Cause it's always, it's always made me feel like, the reason why a lot of them would go to the other side and, and date a person from the outside race is because um, maybe a lack in their insecurities. Because it's been proven that if a black woman, you know, moves up the ladder or becomes more educated or does something more than the person she's dating that's African-American, he tends to see you as a threat now. Which yeah. it happens in a lot of situations. And I'm like, no, we're in this together. We have the same fight. No, so. we sometimes we don't always we don't always uh, make it seem that way. Is As it, a black woman, I can I can say that I can say that I'm not necessarily immediately making a black man feel like we're in this together when I am doing better than where he is. Now I'm going to encourage, but you'll always know. <laughs> So how how would you handle that if, you know, you had someone like what can you give me an example of how you feel like you would not make him feel at ease? Um, because there's going to be expectations that I'm going to have. So I may put a deadline to something like, yeah, you're you, OK, you're going to be doing the second job until when or OK, are you going to? go to school what what are we doing what kind of career are we about to have like there's going to be an expectation right. that i have and that i may push to and he may not be ready or even want that pussy that's the problem like i feel I like mean, i feel like that, i feel like, that, I feel like that's whatever just, they want i feel like that's just the standard in my opinion because i mean well, i think it's not as a standard for you that's not a standard for everybody and that's not a standard for a group of people who were always told that they couldn't have or be anything 
How can that be a standard? The standard is to be mediocre. So that's just a... (laughs) (laughs) Like, the standard. Just think about that. You were told that you're not going to be anything. And this is as much as you're always going to have or be allowed to have. So it's not just innately in somebody to be like, oh, I'm going to be great. And... You know, I'm going to be this successful man and do all these things. No. What's being great? Going to the NBA, going to the NFL, that type of stuff. But, like, just the other stuff, that that's not even that's not even imaginable half the time. It usually somebody who's pushing you. You had parents who told you that you could be and do all these things. Right. Not everybody get that. Right. But I thought it, after I... the minute you get with a woman who has... Whether she came up the way that you did or didn't, you're always going to feel less than. Her just getting up and going to work, her her job title may make you feel less than. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It could be something so simple, but it could just be that that makes you feel like I I ain't shit. She may not have said it to you, (laughs) but you're still feeling that way. But that's what I'm saying, because it's like, okay, I'm going to just give you a scenario. You're with a black woman that's in corporate America. Of course, you may not have a degree, but you guys are working through. You're trying to work your way up the ladder. But she's working her way up the ladder faster, and now you become intimidated. But you'll go over here and mess with Sarah, who allow you to be a rapper at 40, 45. Just because, mm-hmm. just because she, Sarah has already, you know, she's made her own career. She can take care of herself. She don't mind taking care of you. And she will take care of you. And the fact that you know that you feel at ease to do what you want to do. That's why it's like a thin line for me because it's like you can try to encourage and help a black man. But at the end of the day, you can't really control how he sees you or how much of a threat, no matter what you say, no matter how you present yourself to him. um, I feel like if you have more, if it comes down to like monetary things, money, if you have more money than him. He feels like his nuts are being cut off already mm-hmm. when it has nothing exactly. to if you have your own house he's gonna feel like that if you drive a nice car he's gonna feel like that if you're going on vacation you've been outside of the small town that y'all grew up and you've gone places he's always going you carrying a nice purse you got a pedicure right with jail top coat he's always going to feel something and and that's why I'm trying to figure like how does that shift from us Certain men, not all men right not not all men let us correct that that's not all men but this is what we're seeing that's actually like being exposed more so now um and and that's what I'm saying like if you I would think just my opinion that if you find a, a black woman that is you know on her shit trying to do better that should motivate you to want more that what you're doing is actually possible because I want to say black women, women in general just started getting rights. What? 1960s, 70s. Mm-hmm. Were we able to work? So look at where we are compared to and where it you can. are. It can motivate you. Right. It should motivate you. It can also make you sit and say, Oh, I'm going to be with her. Cause I'm just going to ride out. Yeah. And that's what I see being a, a prominent thing. If he, if he doesn't have his own stuff or his own goals and plans prior to you getting with him and you're on your shit, I start seeing men as like trying to ride a coattail. Okay, so why is it that we're undervalued more than black men in the eyes of white America? 
I simply said it because they are white Amer- white America already doesn't really value women in general. So you have that defect where, you know, the white man is on the top tier. They don't they want to control the women in general. Just whether you white, Hispanic, black, whatever, they already do not value women. And then you add in their black because they already see our skin complexion and they already devalue us. They devalue the men. So if we don't respect the men, we damn sure don't respect you. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's why that's why I, it baffles me to see that we're the most undervalued, even within our own race. But it makes sense that we are the most undervalued. But within our own race, I think we should be put on a higher pedestal within our Absolutely. own race. But it makes sense when you look at everybody in a, in a totality. Right. It makes sense that we are the lesser of the four. Right. And then it's like, so for, for instance, um, something that was exposed is this whole Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lane situation. So we we discussed this, I want to say, on like two episodes briefly. But I'll go back to saying like, even our word, when we, says, when we say anything happens to us, no one believes us. We have to have proof with everything. But let a white woman come out about anything ha- happening to her. Somebody ran over her toe with a, with a cart. Everybody believes it. But we can say that, yeah, I was shot in the foot by somebody who had a gun that was arrested for having a gun, and they still find a reason to doubt the black woman. And then months later, he comes out and say, I didn't shoot her, and now everybody shifts. Well, he said he didn't do it, so he didn't do it. Mm-hmm. How? I mean, I, I just feel in that situation anyway, there's just so much... Um there is but there's I think- so many holes and gaps and right now we're just playing that he says he says she said i feel like he's not wrong for well i i don't know what happened i guess he came out with um because i stopped following this a long time ago right. um he came out with some songs or whatever but one i'm not surprised he came out with music because that is that's where his creativity lands and you know i'm, I'm not surprised at that two you we're expecting him to come and 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 plead his case like y'all kept saying you wanted him to say whatever right but because she's been able to um kind of like dictate everything that's been going on because she's been the one that's been most vocal now that he came out and said no it's like oh my god how could he say no well maybe that wasn't his experience i think the biggest thing is is that I mean, well, for me, I can say only myself. I think the biggest issue for me in this situation is the fact of how he tried to capitalize on the situation. Why? Because he made music. Yeah, he, he released he's a, a whole, musician. He re, yes, he's a musician, but the severity of this situation and the accusations. The severity you, is not. Well, the severity for who? Because he hasn't been charged with anything at this point. He he hasn't. But my thing is that so if, the severity if, is for her, but he. The severity most, is that she was shot and she made allegations. Speak their truth through their music. That's what they do. So why are we surprised at that? If he would have released the song, I may have been okay. But he released a whole album to capitalize off I of it, and then he hasn't been talking about the situation. He hasn't spoke about how long has this happened. It's been like two, three about, months about by three now. Months, about three months, something like that. Yeah, he's been quiet. 
He's been in the studio getting out whatever emotion or feeling or whatever it is, letting that out. That's what's been happening. Why Why now we want to act? Now, so you, you want them to use their music when it's when it it's okay like for I, uh, like I for, don't get that for that. for me and especially with what's going on so my thing is is that she alleges that you shot her right she alleges that he shot her right so either you come out and state or plead your case with the song whatever you do but the fact that you're trying to make money off of the story and since the records have been even released, if it was just one song he would have been making money off of it right but it's not a whole album and then the fact that you are trying to, I feel like he's trying to reinvent his career. And if it does come out that he actually did shoot her, because of course we weren't there, but it's leaning towards him being the person that shot her. It's like, how can you come out and try to make music off of your abuse? And then I think it was a terrible PR There's situation. There's a whole artist named Vibes Cartel who's in jail oh, yeah. right now for murder. Right. And he talks about murdering and he has, his songs are the biggest songs and he's making all types of money in jail. Right. This, 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 this is what musicians do. So we can't argue why he's made music. Like, I feel like that's I'm just, stupid to even say. Like, no, my, no a, my point if is... If he was a basketball player and he was rapping and started talking about it, that's different. Okay. No, I'm just saying but, I'm just saying in general with the black woman, outside of him making sales, the situation at hand. Because all of them talk about murdering people. A lot of rappers talk about murdering and shooting somebody and or if they killed somebody, they'll reincarnate the situation or whatever happened into a song. But I'm talking about specifically the black woman in this situation with the severity. And that's what I'm saying, the undervaluement of her. And I see a lot of rappers or a few rappers that are saying that he need to be held accountable for whatever he says. And then I see a lot of them saying, well, you weren't there. You don't know what happened. So y'all need to shut up and stay out of their business. So it's a lot of them that are still living in that culture of whatever they had. Just don't mind your business. Instead of holding yeah, them accountable. I don't think that, I mean, like I said, this situation, I don't, I don't feel is like definitely a, a, like a good scenario for this because this situation has to do with domestic violence, whether it's, black or white right right and whether or not i don't feel like she's being devalued i feel like i feel like she taking is. a stance of whether or not they believe the story i feel like she is because even when she stated that she was shot they were saying oh you weren't shot how are you shot and nobody saw anything so she had to literally come out and show on live that she had a feet bandage or the holes in her foot that she was shot all right so she had to prove it that way. And then it comes out once he released his side, all right, and she didn't say anything. Then they had to release or they had to get the medical records that proved that what she was saying that was, was true and what he said in the songs were not true. Because he was saying he didn't shoot, this didn't happen, this whatever happened, because I didn't listen to any of the songs. But they released medical records. I saw that, I want to say Calabasas Hospital proved that what she was saying was actually true. So why does she have to come out for people to still believe her? I mean, her? what they said was that she was shot. No, <laughs> no, it, 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 said, it said, said in death, it said in death, the allegations that she was making pretty much proving her case. And what he was saying in his song was pretty much saying that he didn't do anything. He didn't shoot her. Well, the, how the, the medical examiner don't know who shot. Yeah, it, it's, it's not, it's medical not, it's not, it's not saying that he shot her. Was she shot? Were there bullet fragments? Was there gun residue? Yes. Okay. She was shot. Now, right. 
who, how, and when, that don't have nothing to do with them. Right. I, I, I mean, that's fine. If you want to look at her because of the fact that she is black, that that's why she, people are not going to believe that. But right. that's going to happen regardless. People didn't believe that Rihanna got beat up until they saw the picture. You Agreed. know what I'm saying? Like, Agreed. But I don't think that has to do with a white and black. I think that has more to do with people not wanting to believe that this man... That's what, but that's that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like, why are we undervalued? And then I brought up the fact of, especially by the black men, how was it that you know if a white woman comes out and gets a black man, everyone jumps on it that he had to have done it. But if a black woman makes an allegation in regards to a black man, no one really respects it. You have to pull, you have to pull out all well, all well, the black proof. America never wants to believe that a black man did anything to a woman, which is crazy. And I feel Whether like the woman is white or black. I, we always jump to protecting our black men. Black women always jump to protecting our black men if there's accusations against him from a woman. Right. I don't feel. I feel like it happens whether it's a white woman or a black woman. And and I feel That's like me. and I feel like honestly with that type of protection, it'll always be hard for us to even be valued. How can you be valued when no one's been held to a certain standard or, you know, held accountable for actions? How? There's no way that that can happen. I mean, this is going to be a fight that we're always having. So it's either we just carry ourselves and we value ourselves enough because there's no way to convince anybody, a whole group of people that we are worthy. There's no way. How are you going to do it? I mean, <laughs> how are you gonna do it? How are you gonna tell white men that yes, I'm a lot of times I'm um, more qualified than you, right. and I do put and I do deserve the position, and you may have to answer to me. How are you gonna tell white women? Um, I don't want your man. I'm not threatened by you. You don't get to control me because you're white or you're because your husband is white. How do you then tell black men? I'm your equal. We create you, and you should value and honor us. How do you how do you tell three sets of people that? <laughs> what? Who has that time? I think I don't even know how we would even begin to to reestablishing value of the black woman. I mean, I know of course it have to start with the black men, our culture first, the African American. We could have all the documentaries on Netflix right. to start and show the beginning of you know the fight for black the fight that black women have had to um make from the beginning right we have all right. these strong black women um heroes and all these people that we look up to and all, still still it's still not enough yeah it's it, it, it it's it's such a big matrix that i have to happen and it ultimately like I'll, i'm a firm believer that i feel like it's gonna have to start with the african-american culture first because how can you want others outside of the African-American culture to value you if your own race doesn't value you the way that they should? We got to lead by example. But how we're going to even do that, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. And, and it sucks because it's like the black men come from the white, the black woman. So mm-hmm. there should be a level of respect there in general because that's how you were created. But mm-hmm. it's like they grow up and it's like I only have to really respect my mom, maybe my sisters, but... For the for a lot of the times, the people who were the most disrespectful to them were the black women. Now you have a point. 
So, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that... That's why I say we also have our own, um, like, we have our own little uh, reasons. They, have, they do have sometimes justifiable reasons as to why they... Agree. Are angry at us, not the based on how they treat us. Because you can you can disagree with us and not want to be with us, but you don't have to be disrespectful. You don't have to treat us badly, right? You right. can go on to the other side and do whatever. But um, sometimes we we have the tendency to be the disrespectful ones, right? And what and I'm, that's why we end up getting. And I've seen that a lot of times, like with us being the disrespectful ones, and us not holding ourselves accountable from that old culture of a lot of systematic things that we've endured from childhood, their own childhoods, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And they Mm -hmm. end up inflicting it onto their offspring, which in turn caused this, this mass destruction from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think it's a lot. The the, the minute we say, I don't need you. I don't need no man. I don't need you. You ain't shit. You ain't got your stuff. You know, yeah. Those type of words hold uh, power to a man who's already designed not to be shit. Here we go, defending the black man again. Right. But you know what I'm saying? But it does not justify. I think I think a bigger a big thing for us being undervalued is our language when we talk to individuals. Uh, for me, yeah. that's the biggest thing that I've noticed um, that becomes an issue. You know, once we get mad, most times when we get mad, there are really, like, no boundaries, shall I say? Mm -hmm. Um, Even how a lot of black women talk to kids, Mm -hmm. there are no boundaries. And like you said, words hold power. So whenever they hear something, a lot of times they're not forgetting it because how harsh it came off. Right. And then it's hard to mask it with an apology if there is even apology. Because right. most time there isn't there isn't an apology after things have been said and done. Yeah. And yeah, I, we're not apologizing. <laughs> <laughs> you better take when we ask, "Are you hungry?" That's pretty much the apology. Exactly. There's a plate in the microwave for you. <laughs> and then That's we, what you getting. <laughs> and then we just keep going like nothing ever happened. So mm-hmm. I, I think it's a systematic culture issue that has to be addressed before anyone can value us because it has to start with African-American culture first. And we have to, I think... Yeah, we have to start at home. Right. That makes complete sense, right? You know, calling us the bitches and the hoes and, right. you know, having us twerking on your lives. And then we also have to say to ourselves that we're not going to be allowed to be called the bitches and the hoes. And we're right. not going to be over here twerking on your lives. And we're not going to do certain things, right? Right. We start saying, no, they're going to have to go get them others right. but to then, do it for them. But then that, that's what brings on when you do say the no, that's when the disrespect comes. So, you know, as an example, if a woman says, no, she doesn't want to talk to you, or no, she doesn't want to dance, or no, she doesn't want to give you a number, then there he goes, oh, fuck you, you buckethead bitch. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, now you get now they've been real disrespectful. Now, we know that you wouldn't do that to your sister or your mother. Right. So why are you doing it to me? Because I told you no. And then it's that sense of rejection from men that they can't handle. They can handle a white woman telling them no, but they can't handle a black woman telling them no. 
because we are supposed to ride or die regardless. No. We are supposed to be the ones who do everything, help, support, be there no matter what, never turn our backs on them. That is the expectation. I mean, white men expect that of their wives. Yeah. That's why most of them last, their marriages last so long, right? They'll stay there in some bullshit just as long as, you know, she looks good on my arm or whatever. But that's the thing. The black man believes that that's what we're supposed to do. And we are to a certain extent. To a certain extent, yes. Because, I mean, when they disrespect us half time, they're not even keeping us iced out like the white man. They're not buying us no Porsche. We ain't in no mansion on the hills. Yeah, that's true. Because I'm like, at least if you're going to be disrespectful, at least give me something to look forward to. You yeah, can't no, disrespect. That's the wrong answer, but okay. Yeah, but, I'm, but if if I had to choose, like. Let it be worth it. Let yeah. The like, be you worth ain't, you ain't okay. finna disrespect me and not give me shit. <laughs> that's a lost cause. <laughs> I get that. That makes sense. So you, if I had. You want something in return for your disrespect. Right. <laughs> Like, you've got to patch this up somewhere. you got to find a way to put on a Band-Aid, whether it's a, a Birkin bag, however you want to do it. Mm-hmm. But we're not getting that. But the white man, when he disrespects his wife, she's on the house on the hill. She got the kids. She's got the Range Rover. She got the shopping sprees. You know, she got the trips to Turks and Caicos. She's gotten all that. Mm-hmm. We just got the apartment. The one bedroom. <laughs> And so what do we want from it? Are we really looking for people to validate or hold us to a higher standard? Are we are we waiting for that, black women, or are we just I think doing it's, what we got to do, like we normally do? I think that that's the that's the stance that we've taken. We're gonna do what we got to do because we feel like why should we have to change something or make people see the value in us when it should already be there. So mm-hmm. we gonna, we've, we've been known to be go-getters. We're going to get it one way or another, whether it comes from the black man, the white man, the Hispanic man, the purple man, a blue man, we right. gonna, we going to get it. And we're not going to stop till we get it. And I think that's an issue that the African American men have with us is that we're not one that's going to stick around and continue to do something. We'll just go get it from somewhere else. Right, because I think the black man is still looking for validation. Right. I feel like sometimes they're still looking to be accepted, and we're like, yeah, we don't have time for that. There's things that need to be done. <laughs> so whether you accept me or not, you know, right. I got to keep it moving. Right, because we're, ta- we're, we're caretakers. We are the ones that nurture everything, so we don't really have that ability to sit here and baby you as well when we got a whole family to take care of. Right. How can we take care of these kids kids. and be strong for them? But I got to baby you. I got to stroke your ego. What are you doing for me in return? Besides getting upset that I am tired and I don't want to have sex tonight. Have I been, I've worked a a 10 hour shift, make sure the kids homework are done, make sure I've cooked for everybody. Where is that? You know, where's the reciprocation? Yeah. Yeah. I think we need to have a good, like, a real discussion on what what it is that the black man is looking for us from us, and vice versa, and what are we looking from for from them? Right, because I guarantee you, the first thing they're going to say is support. 
We just want you to support us. But how long are we supposed to support you? Now, I'm not, you know, I'm all for people being dream chasers and stuff. But I'm not going to support a rap career when you only have a 100 views on SoundCloud and it's been eight years into it. Mm. No, now it's time to, to put in some applications. Maybe um, you're going to school part time. Now it's time to look at a real career. Yeah. And, it's- and then we also have to just, we also have to accept that there are going to be some that are just not going to be on board and don't right. want to be a part of the, 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 to just, it's okay. Right. It's all right. Right. We have to just understand that, you know, not everybody can go with us to the top. Right. There are some that just need that little push. They got the ability, they got the drive, they got the mindset, but they just don't know the right direction. And those will be the ones that I'm more amped to help mm-hmm. that just need a little guidance in which direction. Yeah. They got the plan. They just need help implementing it. Yeah. But it's, it's a fine line because once you give them a direction, you start to help them out and you kind of take over. There are some that's just going to allow you to just take over and do it. That way they reap the benefits. <laughs> I'm just going to keep doing what I got to do, whether whoever accepts me or values me. Agree. I value myself enough, so right. that's all I got. I, agree. I ain't got time to convince nobody or nothing. I agree. I concur. I definitely concur. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, we, we, we both agree that, you know, it's going to start with our own culture first. Um, valuing mm-hmm. us and displaying the value that they have for us for anyone else to see us any different. Now, yeah. this may not happen in our lifetime, but I hope eventually there does start to become a shift. Oh, I sure do too. Yeah, so that is the episode for this week, guys. Um, we appreciate you guys um, staying tuned with us. Um, don't forget that you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. We're on Stitcher Podcasts. We're on Google Play Podcasts. We are on Amazon Podcasts, SoundCloud, and I Spotify. That is it. Spotify. Ooh, everywhere. Yeah, we everywhere now. We're, I'm working on some stuff. We're working on some stuff. They'll possibly get it up on YouTube. So hopefully in the near future, we'll be recording to where we can do it audio as well for our different outlets and also have it so that you can actually see us on YouTube. So that is something that is in the works. That means I have that means I have to get dressed and stuff, huh? I mean you can look like how you wanna look, but you're just gonna be what you're gonna be to them. So I mean <laughs> Damn. I mean, yeah. I mean you say it like that. I'm just saying, you ain't gotta dress up for me. I'm okay with who you are anyway, but <sighs> first impressions are everything, so that's up to you how you wanna take that. <laughs> <laughs> whatever i guess we'll see them next week yes we will see them next week um if you want to email us any questions have anything you want to ask us you can follow us on our um instagram pages um mine is balance or ariel at ariel durant um on instagram um waters is at beautiful mess on ig um and our email is balance and water at yahoo.com all right anything else you want to say Nope, that's it. All right, so we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.